Alright guys, welcome back to the FitEx podcast. We are now on episode 5 of the podcast and we're going to be talking about what should you be doing in the gym if your goal is weight loss, fat loss or trying to build some muscle. So as always, just wanted to kick off this episode by saying thanks for all the support on the previous episodes. It really does mean a lot and I hope that I am helping sort of inspire and motivate you to stick with your current health and fitness goals. So as I said, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what what should you be doing in the gym. If you've never been in the gym before, if you're currently going to the gym or if you're thinking about going to the gym, wherever you are in your current sort of fitness journey, this podcast is hopefully give you some insight and some advice on what you should be doing when it comes to going to the actual gym. Now, I'm going to be starting off talking about if you're after weight loss or fat loss. Now, some people think weight loss and fat loss are different things, and in a sense they are. So, if you're trying to drop weight from your body, you are. if you're not too worried about where that weight's coming from, you're just bothered about the number on a scale, you could be losing weight from, yes, body fat could be one route in which the way weight is coming off your body. You could also be losing fluids from the body, water and glycogen as some examples, and you could also be losing muscle. Those three things could all result in you dropping physical weight, so you becoming lighter. Now, more likely than not, if you are someone that is going to the gym and you're after weight loss, it's to reduce body fat as well. It's not just a case of being lighter, you want to look physically better as well, for the most part. So, when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, yes, they are two different things, but ideally, if you are looking to lose fat, you are also looking to hopefully drop a couple of pounds. And if you're looking to lose weight, you're also looking to drop a little bit of body fat, so they do come hand in hand. Now, when it comes to actually losing that weight, that body fat, we all know by now, or you should know by now if you've been watching any of my content, listening to any podcast, that calorie deficit is needed. I'm not going to delve into that too much, but one way that you can create that calorie deficit is by increasing your activity. So when it comes to going to the gym, when it comes to actually walking into the building, where do you start, what do you do, how do you know what you should be doing? Now, in the grand scheme of things, so long as you are generally being active and burning some calories, there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong path to choose in order to get those calories burnt. If you wanted to go in and go on the treadmill, of course you could do that. If you wanted to go in and lift some weights, you could do that. If you wanted to go in and do a spin class, that's great. If you wanted to go do a bodyweight hit workout, that's fantastic. Whatever route you choose to go down, whatever workout you choose to do, is ultimately up to you. Now the main thing that you'll probably want to focus on doing is something that you'll enjoy and you'll think and look forward to doing in the gym now if you're going in and doing an exercise or training program that you don't enjoy doing and you think it's one of the worst things the worst part of your day then it's probably you're not probably following the correct training program now of course following some form of training program and making yourself physically active may result in sometimes when you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable. So don't just be saying, oh, I feel uncomfortable, so I'm not going to do it. But if it's something that you're just generally not enjoying, you don't really... So, for example, me personally, I wouldn't go do a Zumba class, as a random example. One, I wouldn't fit in. Two, I wouldn't enjoy it. And three, I wouldn't go back to it, basically. So if I was trying to lose weight... I wouldn't go do a Zumba class because I know that is something that I wouldn't enjoy, I wouldn't stick to, so there's absolutely no point in me even going in the first place. Now, if there's something like that that you find that you're trying and you're just not 
enjoying it, you think you're hating every time you go, try and change it up for a different exercise option, whether it be a different machine, a different style of class, a different style of training, there's loads out there that you can do to physically make yourself more active. Now, with that being said, with saying that you can generally just increase your activity in order to warrant some weight loss, um, there may be some exercises and some training routines a little bit more beneficial than others, mainly due to time based measures basically now what i mean by that is say for example if you go in the gym and you've got an hour to kill within the gym if you've only got an hour in the gym is going on a stationary bike for half an hour and then a cross trainer for half an hour at a steady pace on both of them is that really the best use of that time in the gym or would you be better off swapping the stationary bike for a stairmaster or and swapping the cross trainer for a rower as a random example if you were to do something like that if you went on the stairmaster instead you will more likely than not burn more calories on a stairmaster than you would on a stationary bike now of course factors come into play in terms of how hard you're actually going to perform on a stationary bike and how hard you're going to perform on a stairmaster but i hope you get where i'm coming at there there are different exercise or machine choices out there that are harder to do yes but they will be more beneficial to you because you'll probably get more calories burned within that workout time that you've allotted to yourself now this is where the whole thing of hit cardio comes in a lot of people think that hit cardio is the only way to drop body fat it's not necessarily as we said we need to put ourselves in that calorie deficit and whatever route you take to make sure you're in that deficit is up to you but one of the main benefits of hit cardio aside from the performance side of it so obviously putting yourself in a position to where you need to be explosive and you need to move quick and things like that that's where hit applies to sports and things like that quite appropriately whereas if we're coming just from this from a fat loss perspective Hit is more beneficial than less, mainly due to its time. You can probably get the same amount of calories burnt in half the time that list would take if you were to do 20 minutes on a treadmill compared to 10 minutes of hit depending on obviously again the intensity and stuff like that the hit cardio workout is probably going to be in the same amount of calories as a steady state cardio would but in a reduced time frame so again if you've only got an hour if you've only got half an hour you've got to think well is it really worth me just going in and walking on a treadmill or should i actually sort of um you know knuckle down a little bit and get a hard hit workout done the same way goes for weight training i really do believe and i think everybody should do some form of weight training even if their goal is weight loss or fat loss again there's numerous reasons for this if you're going into the gym and you are after dropping body fat dropping weight in order to look a little bit better even though you're in that calorie deficit and you're not in a prime position to build muscle when you are stimulating your muscles via weight training or body weight training for example you are giving your body a reason to hold on to that muscle basically and if you're following a high protein diet and doing that weight training it's basically a method to try and maintain or in some cases grow some muscle especially if you've never done any form of weight training before now the reason why you want to maintain or grow some muscle the more muscle you've got the more the better your metabolism is which means more calories you'll burn in the long run which will put you in a better position to drop body fat in the first place and also at the end of it once you've dropped that body fat and dropped that weight you've got something to show for it you've got that 
toned physique that I feel as though a lot of people are after. A lot of people will want to drop body fat to be toned, to look like they go to the gym or look like they are in shape. Now, in order to look like you're in shape, you've got to have shape to your body, which is where the weight training comes in. Also, when you actually leave the gym, if you've caused some damage to your muscles, which is what weight training and resistance training does, you've then your body's got to work to then repair afterwards. So you are going to have a little effect of calories being burnt outside of the exercise time period. Now, the, the extent to which the amount of calories you'll burn after a weight training session will vary person to person. And whether that will make or break someone's fat loss, I am not too sure of. But putting yourself in a position to where you're going to burn calories during the workout and also give your body a chance to burn some calories by repairing itself outside the workout overall you're going to put yourself in a better position to drop body fat so that is the reason why weight training is so crucially important to lose weight and lose body fat so as you can see there, there are multiple routes that you can take if that is your goal. If your goal is to drop weight and drop body fat, you can do any form of activity that you want, but some things might be of more benefit to you in the long run. But ultimately, it's down to your enjoyment and what you actually want out of it. Just remember, though, you've got to try and work hard at it. There is no point trying to go in and just sort of not put a lot of effort in and just walk on a treadmill for a couple of minutes or not really put any effort in on a stationary bike. Yes, you are burning calories, but you could be doing so much better with your time and putting yourself in a much better position if you just work that little bit harder and choose more sort of calorie burning effective exercises. I've just made that up off the top of my head, but I hope you get what I mean. Picking exercises that are going to be more taxing on the body to burn more calories and put you in a better position in the long run. Now, when it comes to building muscle, on the other hand, if your goal is to go in and strictly build some muscle, I recently did put a video up on my YouTube channel talking about uh, four tips to build muscle. I'm not going to go into them tips. I'm going to talk more about training split and what type of training should you be doing within the gym. Now, the first thing that I'd recommend establishing when it comes to wanting to build muscle is the number of days that you can dedicate to training. I'd say, personally, a minimum of three days per week. I wouldn't go any lower than three days if you want to build a good amount of muscle in a good amount of time. Three days is the minimum I'd go. Ideally, four would be great. Any more is fantastic. And again, the number of days will dictate the type of training split that will probably be most effective for you. So if you're going to the gym three times a week, full body training splits are probably your way to go with a day of rest in between. That just allows for your muscles to be trained more frequently throughout a week uh, because you'll be training all your muscle groups per workout. You're going to put yourself in a better position to, as I said, stimulate your muscles more often. That followed with a good diet, good protein and a surplus of calories will warrant better growth within the body as opposed to if you're going only three times a week and then you train, say, chest one day, legs the other day and back the other day. Before you come back to training chest again, it's been a whole entire week. The muscle hasn't been stimulated for seven days. Whereas if you're stimulating the muscle, say, every sort of 48 hours, if you're in your full body workout, you're stimulating chest, having a rest day, then when it comes to your full body workout again, all your muscle groups are getting hit, hit again. Little rest, they're all getting hit again. They're getting that stimulus over and over again. Again, which will put them in a better place to grow. 
Now from there, if you're somebody that's going four days a week, I'd highly recommend an upper lower body split. Now this will split your workouts and group your muscle groups, um, group your muscles together, sorry, in a slightly different way. So as we talked about then, if you're going three days a week, you're going to have your full body workouts where you're going to be hitting every muscle group in the body three times per week. If you're doing four times per week, you're going to split your workout into upper body days and lower body days. Now, there's one or two ways you can do this, and it's up to you. You could either do this an upper body day, a lower body day, have a rest day, and then repeat that. You could do it an upper body day, rest, lower body day, rest, upper body day, rest, lower body day. Or you could just do upper, lower, upper, lower, rest. And then that would be your training week done. Now, again, for similar reasons as a full body workout, if you can get the gym four times a week and you're splitting your muscle groups further into an upper lower split, again, those muscles are going to be stimulated with more volume because in an upper body day, you're going to be able to target your upper body muscles um, with more volume during that workout because you've got more time to focus on that specific area of the body so you're going to add more volume while still hitting your upper body muscle groups twice a week same goes for your lower body days you can have um, more volume on your legs and you're going to be hitting them twice a day which is going to be good to help stimulate more muscle growth now if you're going into a sort of five day six day training split you could probably start to incorporate a push-pull leg type of training split. Now, a push-pull leg is sort of similar to your upper body in terms of further grouping your muscle groups together. A push day would incorporate all the muscle groups that involve pushing movements that are used to help push things away from you, basically. So, these muscle groups would include your chest, your anterior delt, which is the front part of your shoulder, and your triceps. So all those muscle groups help assist in any sort of push and movement. So if you're doing a bench press, for example, the primary mover is going to be the pec, because you're going to be pushing that bar away from your chest, but your triceps and your front delt, your front shoulder, is going to help assist with that movement. So choosing exercises around and pushing movements, so your bench presses, your shoulder presses, dumbbell presses, tricep extensions, things of that nature where you are physically moving the weight away from you and using your chest, triceps and front delt. You could accompany all of those, you could um, put all of those exercises into those workouts and that would be a push day. Similarly for the pull days, same style but these are going to be muscles that involve pulling motions. So you've got your back, your biceps, you've also got your side and rear deltoids your lateral and posterior delts and again you could just incorporate exercises that involve pulling motion so you've got your your barbell rows your dumbbell rows your lap pull downs chin ups bicep curls lateral raises rear delt flies things of that nature and then when it comes to legs again legs you can just group all exercises you could even split that further into sort of quad dominant days and hamstring dominant days so you could have a day where your leg workout is solely focused on working the quads, which is the front part of your leg. And then you could have another day, which is going to be more focused on your hamstring and glute development, which is more of the back of your leg and also your bum. So with a push-pull leg split, you could follow this in a... You could do a push day, a pull day, a leg day, have a rest, push-pull legs, rest, and that would be like a week for you. Or you could do push-pull legs... 
push pull legs rest and there's six days a week and again you could maybe split it up if you're only going five days a week and maybe you want to, pr- to prioritize your upper body more you could do push pull legs push pull and there's your five days per week so as you can see there if your goal is looking to build muscle the type of training split is mainly dictated by how much time you can commit to training now Every single person is going to be different in the way they respond to a certain training split and every single person is going to have a certain training split that they prefer. I'd probably say like an upper, lower and a push-pull legs training split are really effective and more for your intermediate slash advanced trainers. If you're first getting into the gym, I'd stick with full body workouts at first just to get yourself used to lifting weights and using all of your muscles on a regular basis. So that's where I'm going to leave this podcast here, guys. I hope that wasn't too confusing or too... um got you thinking oh my god i don't really know where to begin with this give this a little listen back and just pick up on the points write them down if you need to get a notepad and start incorporating those training splits and those training ideas into your current gym routine just to give you a better situation and a better understanding of what to do within the gym based on whether your goal is fat loss weight loss or building some muscle so as always i hope you enjoyed this uh, today's podcast If you want to message me on any form of social media for any advice on your training or your diet, please don't hesitate to message me on Facebook or Instagram. That's Connor Williams Fitness. Um, You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Connor Williams Fitness as well. And yeah, I shall see you all in the next episode.